0: Hello and welcome to the SBP podcast Mobile Filmmaking. I'm your host, Susie Botello, and you're listening to episode 88. Hey everyone. So, we've got a lot of stuff going on right now, uh, starting with the International Mobile Film Festival here in San Diego. Uh, submissions are on. Actually, in October, um, where we are right now, this is October 2020, crazy year. Uh, The submission deadlines are coming up soon, and I'm going to give you some links and some technical little information in the notes, so make sure you go there and check those out if you want to find out about the film festival. But there's something else that we, we actually sent out To all you wonderful people out there, Uh, we launched a new program, and we did this on September 8th, and it's a brand new program. It's called mobilefilmstories.com, because you might as well just do that so you can go to the website and find out what this is all about. It's kind of a big deal, though. It's the very first video streaming platform for only filmmakers and video people, whatever you want to call it, vloggers, video producers, you call it, you name it, content creators who are using their smartphones to record their video content. So what that means is if you're making movies and videos using your smartphone cameras, then this is for you. And if you're just interested in it, this is for you, and if you want to watch some new entertainment, something that's probably not on Netflix, <laughs> you'll want to come right over to the mobilefilmstories.com website and um, and check out what is there. The cool thing about just coming on there just to watch movies is the fact that you're probably going to get a little inspired, if not a lot inspired, because you're going to realize that all the videos and the films on this platform were shot with a phone. And that means that you can probably make one too. Uh, That's a lot different than when you go to the theater or another website and you're watching movies and you don't know really what they're made with, but most likely you don't have that camera in your hand or in your pocket, anywhere near you, accessible. (laughs) So it's a new platform. One of the cool things about the platforms is, well, let me share uh, just three things, okay? Uh, Filmmakers, you will get a place for your film, uh, film distribution. So you can basically generate pay-per-view revenue from uh, your projects on a recurring basis. And uh, that means that, hey, maybe you can earn some money. Uh, The other thing is that you can showcase your films in an internationally recognized and accessible platform. Yes, I had to read that. But I want to make sure that you understand what this is all about and what this is doing for you. That's all on the website. You can read about it on the page on the website. It's called How It Works. It's up there on the menu. But the other thing that we want to make sure that you don't miss out on, and you can do this 100% free, you can do it right now, you can just go there, and you find the quad. The quad is a space, it's like a public forum space for everyone, and actually collaborate and find some potential partners and and people to collaborate with uh, worldwide, for your mobile film projects. And that includes uh, learning and sharing tips, films, supporting each other. You can go from there to watch the films that that people there made, and then have conversations with them. Or you can have conversations with each other. In either case, one of the things that I personally found and find still (laughs) is that when I go to uh, say Instagram, right? Uh, then I'll go to Twitter or then I'll go to Facebook or any other social media platform, I find out that people who are networking with each other are missing out on other people who are networking with each other because not everybody is uh, talking about mobile filmmaking in all three of those, at least those three main um, platforms out there, social media platforms. Uh, places and and it gets tough Um, the other thing is this platform is dedicated only for you so if you're making them or if you're interested in it or you're just curious about it you want to know more if you've got the dream and you want to make film and you've got a smartphone camera um, just go for it just go there and register and uh, and I, I hate to overuse this word but it really is inspiring I'm inspired with providing this, uh, this platform for you. Anyways, it's mobilefilmstories.com. You can just go there. And yes, of course, I will add uh, that link there on the notes. And yes, I'm answering you because I can hear your questions coming through. What do you think is the most asked question in mobile filmmaking? Well, it used to be, what is the best phone to film with? But we're well past that now, aren't we? The most asked question that I get is about gimbals. But soon we'll be past that too. You know why? Because I see that just as all smartphones can shoot great video, all gimbals are pretty good. And we'll just one day realize that all these things matter less as the best for mobile filmmaking, because we are going to have a collective epiphany and we're going to realize that the question is not about the best phone, the best gear, or the best app. The question is, how good is your story? You've heard it a lot, maybe even from me, story is king. But what is it about a story that makes it a good film? Once you realize you have a great concept for a story, what and how do you turn it into a great film? Two things happen, and good stories usually have a human factor. You can make great videos about your vacation, but if you really want to turn your, your video into a good story, then you need to evoke emotion in your audience. And that means that you'll need to bring a connection between your film and your audience. The way we connect as humans is through our stories. Look, this is where I get passionate. All right? I believe stories are the most important thing in the universe. I believe that we, as human beings, connect through our stories. But I don't think we invented stories. I think stories are the reason that humans began to communicate. Do you think we're the only species that even realizes that stories exist? I believe it's the basis for language. So the most important reason that filmmakers make films is not because they figured out how to run cameras and equipment or editing software. Why do you think we build houses? Well, because we need homes and shelters. So filmmakers are storytellers at heart. This is why the greatest films begin with stories and screenplays. They usually follow with the director who has the vision of the story. It's the director that turns the screenplay into a film. When you watch a film, you're basically stepping out from yourself into the director's vision, their world. And if you have ever worked on a film set, then you'll find that the director and the cinematographer, or that is the director of photography, share a connection to the story and the vision. Filmmaking is a fascinating process that begins in pre-production, but pre-production follows the development of a story, a story imagined by the storyteller. It's believed that you don't always base or need a script or a screenplay, but you need the framework, at least. Believe me when I say that even though your camera is the familiar device that you use every day, your smartphone, your ability to turn a story into a film, is what will make you a memorable and successful Filmmaker. (music) Share your films with me. If you meet the criteria to submit your film to the International Mobile Film Festival, then submit before the deadlines listed in the notes. If your film does not meet the criteria for our film festival, and you have shot your film using a smartphone camera, then consider submitting your film to mobilefilmstories.com. Either way, connect with me and other filmmakers in the quad at the mobilefilmstories.com website. Your stories matter. You define you. And as filmmakers and content creators, believe me when I say that the world needs you, so be creative and share your stories. When you're looking for a great story and how to shoot it, there are some things that can help a lot. First, the fact that your story is multimedia-based means that you can use all sorts of audio and visual elements to help you tell it. After all, you do want to captivate your viewer, right? Into your story and keep them engaged as part of the story, much like a dream. If you're having a dream, then you're a part of it, even if you're simply the observer. So, how do you make the best use of all these elements? Well, you should know that the human factor in your story doesn't necessarily mean that there are humans in your story, it just simply means that you're playing to your audience, the humans. Humans have feelings and there are things that trigger emotions and thoughts, memories. All those things as a filmmaker you just need to know about them. For example, music. The type of music that you shoot that you choose in a scene, a moment in a scene, a transition, or even as a sound effect. It's really important. Um All right, even if it's a slight breeze and the sound of leaves falling from the trees, a distant sound of crows, all those sounds paint a picture which need not be seen or said. Which means that you don't have to film that whole scenario and your character does not need to say it. And you can simply just stick to the storyline without your audience wondering what's going on. The minute your viewer actually wanders away in his or her mind, then you risk them leaving your dream. Basically, it's a fail. This is why a good editor will tell you that timing is very important. And also, having any part of your film that is completely silenced with no audio track whatsoever is bad. And if you need silence and you need to add a silence track. (laughs) We're not going to go into that. You can always Google that. But just know about that as well. It's the same thing with fading to black or taking too long with a camera on one character or moving, moving it too quick to another character during a dialogue. Another way to think about this is, for example, that you can use Um, animation, and photos, still shots. Perhaps you want to set a mood, right? So you can enter a scene with a combination of shots in a location, like, um, let's say children playing in a park nearby, and then a dog catches a frisbee, and the kite flies overhead above the trees. And a delivery truck is on this road. And it's a sunny, beautiful day. And then you go to a morning kitchen scene making coffee. It's a normal, nice, beautiful, sunny day. And life is good. Now, your viewer is feeling pretty good. And then, bam, something happens. Suddenly, Things begin to move quickly into a bad time. Quick shots from one thing to another. And then your viewer is feeling anxious about what comes next. And then you have a big sound or a big startling event. And your viewer screams a bit or maybe they just hold their breath or grab a pillow. (laughs) I mean, you you know where I'm going with this, right? Do you see what, what I mean? The human factor is that you're playing to the human inside us, and we're quite predictable. The best directors know just how to mess with your mind using everything at their disposal, all the visuals and all the sounds. It's why you want to turn off the lights to watch films, if you can. It's why they, they, the director, hopes that you do. The colors and the lighting are really important. And the director hopes that you'll have good sound, whether it's from your headphones or the speakers. They also really would like you to just kind of chill and kick back and relax on a couch and stay a while. (laughs) Um, Another example is in the way that you shoot. Low shots and other types of shots actually can help a lot. How many times have you seen a low shot from like inside a refrigerator looking at the character lit only by the refrigerator light and you expect something or someone to sneak up behind them? Perhaps you want to bring your viewer into a memory from your character's past. Slow motion is a really good technique for that effect. Look, I hope that you're a bit excited to put some of these things into practice, that you really really should you should shoot and review it's easy to do and it's actually it's the easiest thing to do when you're when you've got your phone and you can do it right now if you like now don't get insulted by what I'm about to say next okay just remember that what the director sees the director's vision has to come through and connect with the viewer if you get too attached to your vision, that's your vision as a director, as an artiste, you will blow it. You really will risk blowing it. You're not making your film to prove something to yourself like how cool and eccentric you are. You're not here to teach the viewer how to view and feel things with your film and how you put that together for them. You have to, look, you're making your film because you want people to watch it, right? You want people to share it, and you want people to enjoy the film and the experience. Because you know that if they do, they will come back to watch your next film. And that's how you make fans. So the human factor in filmmaking is how great stories come to life. Remember, your audience is your target. Stay focused on that throughout the entire process. Know your target audience before you even begin. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the SBP Podcast Mobile Filmmaking. As your host, Susie Botello, I look forward to meeting you online and interacting with you. You can follow us on Twitter at SBP Podcast. Stay awesome, everybody.